Born a king on Bethlehem's plain, gold I bring to crown him again, king forever, ceasing never, over us all to reign. O star of wonder, star of night, star with royal beauty bright, westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to that perfect light. Why were these wise men seeking Jesus? We are told they were seeking him to worship him. The wise men did not come seeking him as to make sure that he was born. No. They were seeking him to worship him. They, they knew that he was born, but they were seeking the king to worship him. As I think of worship in its full meaning, it is to humbly go down, prostrating oneself, and kissing the feet are the hem of the garment of the one honored. For in Matthew chapter 2 and verse 11, the Bible says, And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother. And watch this. And fell down and worshipped him. They, they came seeking him to worship him. When they saw the child, when they reached their destination, when they saw the king, the one that was born king, they came there to worship. The Bible said they fell down and worship him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and more. Worship also has to do with being appreciative. That was obvious seeing that they walk with gifts to give or to present as part of their worship. While they were doing all of this, <laughs> King Herod, on the other hand, he was troubled. When I read Matthew chapter 2, verse 3, and when Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. When I read this, I remember the words of a great servant of God by the name of Tony Evans, and he said, It is not a good thing when men trouble you, but when you are troubled by God, you are in real trouble because you have nowhere to hide. It goes with you everywhere and it is very hard to ignore. And here was a man that was in trouble by God. When Herod heard that this child would be worshipped by these wise men and they had come from the east just for that, he immediately thought of the threat to his throne that he never wanted to lose. Herod's attitude was opposite to that of the wise men. When they heard of the birth of the king, they rejoiced. But when Herod heard 
of the birth of the king, we are told Herod was troubled. This is not very hard to understand. Herod was sitting on a political and a religious throne. He had driven out the Persians from Palestine. These wise men, we don't know how many there were or if soldiers accompanied them on their journey. Things were not looking good in Herod's favor. Not only that Herod was troubled, but we learned that all Jerusalem was also troubled with Herod. No doubt, as we see Herod troubled, no doubt they thought about these Magi's are wise men who were seeking to worship the newborn king. That must have caused them to think that the mission of these worshipers were purely religious. It would also be true that they, their concern was on how Herod was taking this and in return, how he would treat them. They knew he was a man who was not very nice. Anyone who threatened his power and position would find themselves in serious trouble with him. No doubt they were concerned for their own well-being. All Jerusalem was troubled. Their new Herod fury would mean retaliation. It would mean bloodshed and terrible suffering. As I look at verse 4, I see the gathering of all the chief priests and the scribes. And Matthew 2 and verse 4, the Bible said, And when he had gathered all the chief priests and the scribes of the people together, he commanded of them where Christ should be born. The wise men inquired in Jerusalem where they could find the newborn king. No one could tell them. None in Jerusalem could tell them where this child would be found. The question was, where is the king of the Jews? Herod held an inquiry, but his was different to that of the wise men. He called the religious leaders and asked them where he was expected to be born. The persons he called upon to answer the question were the chief priests and the scribes. When we hear the chief priests, that would comprise also of the high priests. Only one high priest will serve at a time. He would serve for life. His duty was to enter into the Holy of Holies once a year on the Day of Atonement and offer a sacrifice for all the people. By the time of Christ, they were so corrupt that the political leaders had him doing what they wanted. The high priests were appointed and removed by their rulers. When they were removed from office, they would keep their title as well as certain prestige and power. In Luke chapter 3 and verse 2, And Anus and Cleophas 
being the high priest. And the word of God came unto John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. The chief priest was the captain of the temple who was appointed by their high priest and was responsible to the high priest. They had approved power from the government to arrest and to imprison people. They had soldiers to assist in the carrying out of their duties. The chief priests were teachers. For and Malachi chapter 2 verse 7, for the priest's lips should keep knowledge and they should seek the law at his mouth, for he's the messenger of the Lord of hosts. The scribes, these were the ones called upon to study the law. These scribes were primarily Pharisees who were often referred to as lawyers. They were recognized as the main scholars of religious Judaism. These scribes who were Sadducees were liberal in the interpretation of scripture. They did not believe in the resurrection nor in angels. For in Matthew 23 and verse 8 says, For the Sadducees said there is no resurrection, neither angels nor spirits, but the Pharisees confess both. Now, Herod called for a meeting with them and they told him what he wanted to know by revealing to him the scripture passage that's found in Micah chapter 5 and verse 2. But thou Bethlehem Ephrata, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel, who is going forth, have been from all from everlasting. They told him what the scripture said. My time is up for this morning, so I must stop here. But I promise you, I'll pick up next morning and share a little more with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are grateful, we are thankful to you, Lord, for our Savior. And for all that he has done and all that he is doing, I'm grateful and I'm thankful for your people who listen to these devotions and share these devotions. May we learn dear Lord, something from your word and may it remain in our hearts even as we share. We love you. Bless them all. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Do have a wonderful day in the Lord.